Welcome to another episode of 115 Miles. Due to late trains and me actually getting here terribly late, this is a slightly shorter episode than normal, but I feel like me and Haas really covered um, the conversation around the Queen and everything that's come around the last 12 days. Um, we had a respectful uh, conversation, but one that still got into some of the nitty gritty. And we do think that we're going to return here. So, so take this as a bit of a part one. Uh, get in, enjoy this episode, and we'll see you very soon. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. Growing up 115 miles apart, our lives couldn't have been more different, but we find ourselves today with many similarities and outlooks upon Join us on our podcast as we take a topical dive into life, work, culture, and everything in between. Hass, we are here. This is going to be a shorter episode, perhaps, than we're, than we're used to. I feel very flustered. You should do. <laughs> It's all your fault. To let the listeners know, I got to the train station this morning. Every single train was cancelled. So I had to drive in. What time did you get here? <laughs> I got... Do you know what? I woke up exceptionally early. I accounted for potential transport issues and I was here ready for a call before this podcast. Well, so I was supposed to... I was ready to get to Paddington two hours before I needed to leave. But... But we're still starting late. Oh, the trains, so. mate. Anyway, do you know? Do you know? You know that's the immigrants. That is. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that coffee is still hot. Has bought me this coffee. How long ago? Uh, when I arrived, about seventeen hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but black coffee's always molten hot, isn't it? Do you know what? As well, the worst thing. I was like stuck in back-to-back traffic. I don't know. Like just coming into London, and I so needed a wee. Man. I hate that. What oh do do? my not, god! You can do. What well, do you do? I had I had um, an empty bottle. Oh, you thought about it? A big yeah, but it was like a you know I could have screwed the lid off. And I spoke to Leah. Leah rang me, and I was like, "Look, I can't talk at a minute because I just need a wee Con- so bad." She's like, "Have you not got a bottle?" And I was like, "I have, but I just don't know how I would." Do that. You know what, you'd, get, you'd get done for <laughs> indecent exposure as well. You know what I, mean? I was close to thinking about it. You know when everything hurts, your teeth hurt because yeah. you need a wee so bad. Yeah. yeah, I know. And then I found... And you cost- can't concentrate on anything, can you? No, and I wanted to put the air con on because I was getting hot and sweaty because of how much I needed a wee. But if you put the air con on, it makes you need a wee for more yeah. than it. Yeah. And you know the great thing is, I think everyone can relate to the to being stuck on a long journey and really being in that like you you're just teetering closer to the edge i would have weed anywhere like i was st- all through my head i was thinking is can i just pull up on the side of the road and open the back offside door and crouch down and we <laughs> into the bottled air honestly mate it was bad and then you know when you when you finally get to go i found a costa and i went and I was, as I was walking into this Costa, you know, sometimes they're like customer use only, go and get the code. I was thinking I'll kick the door off the hinges at this point. 
Anyway, it wasn't, but the freedom, and you feel like you could take on the world after, don't you? Oh, the, the feeling is like nothing else. I got back in the car, I thought, I don't give a fuck about Haas and how late I'm going to be anymore. I'm free. Yeah. I'm free. Yeah. Well, not only are you late, not only have we started late, not only is this going to be a shorter episode, but you've just wasted five minutes talking about your... your no, everyone will resonate with needing a week. Do you know what, as well? I'm the type of person where if you go to me, do you need a toilet? You'll start thinking you need one. Yeah, hundred percent. If you, if you, the, the, the very I'm a bit worried that now that you've planted very, that yeah, seed no, 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 in my I head, went I might before need we came go. in. Yeah. But and I'm busy doing this. Otherwise, the very when I was a kid, yeah, when we used to go on holiday, my stepdad used to be like, <clears throat> "Does anybody need go for a wee now? I'm not stopping." And then we'd come out of the services, and I remember I used to think I need a wee. Yeah, I'd been, <laughs> but I needed a wee, and yeah. I used to hate it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm really taking the piss with this story now. <laughs> anyway, Has, I feel like you're not helping me remotely. You're just looking at me blankly like a short fucking week. I'm waiting. It's your like, fucking week, mate. Yeah, well, like. Just bring bring the on. sauce. Okay. So, look, obviously, this morning was was when I was going to plan this uh, properly. And uh, that's all gone to pot. And I've been in the car for three and a half hours when I should have just been on the train for an hour. And and actually, you could have had used that three and a half hours to really think about how, well, listen, how am I going to make a mess well, of the fact that we're starting late? But you were concentrating on not uh, exactly. making a wet patch in your trousers. Exactly. So, so poor me. Poor you. Really? Poor, poor you. me. You're the victim. Look, I think it's obvious what, what we're going to talk about today. Um, and I sort of... I, I I thought about, do you know what? Originally, at one point, a couple of days ago, I was thinking, I'm not sure if I even want to talk about it. I've, I've, because we're sort of recording this podcast the day after the Queen's funeral. Yeah. So it almost feels like, a, I think a lot of people will be ready to move on. Yeah. But I feel like also, because of the podcast, well, I texted you, didn't I? And I was like, do you, what do you think? And you was like, I think we've got to talk about it. Yeah. So really, what I want to do in the time that we've got is walk through the series of events um, and just discuss with you how you how you felt at each point and what it's meant to you. How does that feel, Has, to you? Sounds delightful. I feel like the one thing that I would say, firstly, right, from the offset is somebody has died, right, as well. So I think we have to have a certain amount of respect in the way that we have the conversation. I'm sure we'll be able to do that. And I'd still want to talk about it in a typical 115 miles podcast. So let me start by asking you this question. Um, prior to the day that we all sort of recognized and realized and found out that the queen was going to pass away, can you remember what you thought of the monarchy and Queen Elizabeth herself at the time? Because I I, I do feel like there's two separate questions there. Mm, okay. Um I think I'm just going to speak totally personally. I was quite ambivalent towards the monarchy. I didn't really have a strong opinion on the monarchy yeah. existing today. Like I, I'm not anti. I'm not pro. I'm like I've got too much other shit going on in my life yeah. for me to care about it. Um, in terms of Elizabeth, uh, I spent. Uh, she, she she was always a sort of a nascent presence, you know, and I think that's what we might get onto. Like, like I think, you know, always there on every banknote, on every stamp, like just every Christmas, you know, like all, all ceremony, like always there. So you don't even question it. Certainly as a kid, it's just part of kind of growing up in this country. Um, but I was sort of reading recently and I can't really point to any specific kind of 
articles that I read that was just starting to alert me more to the way that the, not necessarily just, uh, uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth, but like how um, her being the head of kind of the royal family, uh, just the privileges and kind of exemptions from the law that the rest of the citizens face. I was starting to see a bit of that. So I was probably a little bit more like conscious of the fact that there was some... Before sort of, we found out she was yeah, dying. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't really Still, yeah. seen any of it dur during and actually I've quite... I wanted to stay away from it because yeah, I knew yeah. that some of it was going to start coming up. You know, like anyone that was... Uh, wanted a bit of a platform was going to go anti-monarchy and th there was a few but I thought on the whole um, I would just stay away from it. so that's it really I, I like again even reading that I mean you know I'm sort of like it didn't surprise me you know yeah. that there were certain laws enshrined to protect you know a, a, away from paying taxes or uh, you know you know not having to kind of follow the same rules around hiring and things like that you know that I saw so uh, long way of saying kind of ambivalent around about both of them e in yeah. equal measure yeah yeah i quite liked her you know she seemed cool uh uh if that's the right word to explain um you know just she seemed like cool. really she seemed great cool. she, she, is, seemed, that, was, is that how you define cool the she, queen yeah. yeah she was cool man like i think i think just you know yeah a lifetime of servitude and uh uh states uh states person kind of responsibilities what the, can I ask you? Uh, I don't know if this is a bad question or not. What did you do? Because your mum, just correct me if I'm right, your mum wasn't born here. She moved, correct. she came here. Yeah. Do you know what your mum's views of the Queen are and the monarchy? Yeah, like very, like, um, uh, very respectful of the institution of, 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 of like the monarchy and, um, but, but probably was quite upset. Yeah, she spent the whole day yesterday watching it and upset. Um, she's not like a royalist by any stretch of means, but just, you know, it was part of um, part of uh, her connection to this country, you know, particularly coming here in the early 70s. It was very strong kind of, you know, um, royalist traditions in the country, right? And then obviously the marriage of Diana and Charles and, you know, the kids being born, that was a big part of kind of the construct pre-social media as you know, it was dominated kind of the news and stuff like that. And so, yeah, she feels, she probably feels more connected to that. Uh, I guess, you know, the tribulations of that family than, than a lot of other stuff that's going on in society. Today. Yeah. And do you think back then, well, so when did she, when did your mum come here? Early 70s, like 71. So back then, was the royal family, to people that were coming into the country, right, in that way, was the royal family like a, a pull? I don't know if it was a pull. Right. For, certainly not for my mum, maybe for, for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, uh, I think it was just... Um, it's just part of being in this country, right? And and yeah. you know, the royal tradition. It kind of it, it, it. You know, certainly whenever we used to have family that would come over from uh, Bangladesh or other parts of the world, we would always go and do like Buckingham Palace and stuff like that. You know, and just uh, do the sights and you know. And it was definitely part of coming to London and experiencing London. You know. Yeah, I think like my personal the ways that I've always viewed, I've always liked the idea of the royal family. I've always really liked that we've got a queen, yeah. right? And like on on a surface level, 
I've sort of always really liked that this royal family, I don't think they do it as much anymore, but it used to be there at the FA Cup and giving out the, you know what I mean, giving out the trophies and all of that. And I've always quite liked the tradition of it. And I don't know, whenever there's like an event like the Jubilee, we talked about the Jubilee parties that we had. Yeah. Um, was that during COVID that happened? Didn't COVID stop for it? Went away for a yeah for a little yeah 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 yeah, yeah. disappeared. Uh, (laughs) We can't even when we have a short episode like we can't have an episode without you. Do you know why I'm into COVID? Bringing COVID up because I think everybody now realizes how badly we were mugged off and nobody wants to talk about it because they feel like a mug when they do. No, we're just sick of your ranting. No, no, no. I do think that. No, no. I think think we just hate your ranting. Most people hate talking about it because they realize they were mugged off and they don't want to admit it. No, I think it was. Totally true. <laughs> <laughs> I just gonna always pick a fight. You hate talking about COVID, don't you? I don't hate talking about COVID. Yes, you do. I just, I just hate you getting on a rant. Well, I fucking hate you. You can't. Go <laughs> <laughs> have a piss. <laughs> now, come on, let's get back on uh, track. So, okay, so, so we were both sort of a little bit ambivalent about it, right? I, I, it, with the monarchy as a whole. There was like, if you, I don't think you have to scratch the surface too far to yeah. go, well, I don't know about this. Yeah. And maybe this is, yeah. maybe this is literally the, the kind of pinnacle of everything that we, we sort of talk against on this podcast Yeah, right? yeah. in some ways. And I, and, and I think in, in the time that we've got, maybe we'll pull some of that apart. So on the day that it happened, when we sort of found out uh, the queen, uh, you know, was gonna, was gonna pass away, what were your initial thoughts when you saw it on the news? So you know that, because like, at first it was like, is she, isn't she, right? But you kind of knew that she was. What was your initial feeling? Gen- your genuine initial feeling at that moment, forgetting, putting yourself back into your shoes, the shoes then that you were in? Uh, I mean, I was quite busy that day. I remember that. So I was sort of, you know, I was starting to kind of seep into my, um, into like my... Uh, like into my day and I understand it all oh, something's going on here and um and Erin was downstairs and uh sort of saying oh, I think I think it's I think it's happening so I was it was sort of starting to build up but honestly even then I was like okay you know I yeah. wasn't I wasn't emotionally pulled by it I was like oh, okay like maybe she's maybe she's like doing unwell but as soon as I found out um yeah, I was upset. You know, yeah. I was, I was because, uh, I, but I, I didn't know why at the time. Um, and I still don't think it's a. I think it's just because it's you know it's um, somebody that seems quite familiar to us, even from a distance. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She's always been there as long as you and I have been born. She's always been there, and um, so I think that's you know what struck me was like, oh, the Queen's dead. You know, she's gone. She's you know, and somebody that was. Um, an important part of our lives and society. Um, so yeah, that was it. But was I sort of, you know, I think I'm seeing, as I've seen over the last 10, 11 days, I mean, this has really impacted loads of people in a really deep way and profound way. And for people are grieving, you know, her loss in in ways that surprised me. And then other ways I, I'm not surprised because I know that there are lots of people that really connect to the monarchy and royalty and like, you know, the heritage. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, that was my reaction on the day. Yeah, yeah, I think that was most people's reactions. And even as you looked 
online and I sort of, when I say look online, LinkedIn is probably the place where I look. Aside from the every two or three posts where somebody, you know, has obviously probably written a post for when the Queen passes away, ready to post. Yeah. Like... Just came out like really quickly. Uh, yeah, very it came co- out copy, like copy written perfect. Yeah, perfect copy on it. Yeah, the perfect post and all that sort of stuff. I think people were generally. I really lot- enjoyed your post, Josh. Yeah. Did I do one? No, I was just. <laughs> 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 Look at me. Did I do one? Um, uh, but I think like initially within, let's say, probably the first hour anyway, there was a lot of like, uh, even people that you could tell probably didn't like the monarchy were like, whatever you think of the monarchy. Yeah. 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 Um, this is a 93 year old lady. And I do think throughout the whole 96, wasn't you? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Old. Right. Uh, uh, like whatever's happened over, whatever you think of her over the last 12 days, I really do sort of think, unless you think she's an evil woman. And in which case I think if somebody evil dies, I think you can say what you want. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you understand what I mean by that? If Jimmy Savile died and somebody posted he's a prick and I'm glad he's dead. Okay. Right? Then I think it's like acceptable. But if you if you like a lot of people I saw, there's one particular lady, I can't forget her name, I can't remember her name and I probably wouldn't say it anyway. Um she started off as being like sympathetic and like and then she started realizing that when talking against the queen and the monarchy in this moment was getting a lot of likes. That's what it seemed like to me that she was doing anyway. So then she started saying, I had a lot, you know, I respect the queen and a lady has died here, but I'm not going to talk nicely about the monarchy. And like, I did start to think, well, shut, don't talk at all then. Because somebody's died. And what I'm, what the point I'm trying to make is, unless she's evil, then I think it's lacking in respect. Do you? You disagree with me? No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you going, you're contradicting yourself. Am I? Yeah. How? Because loads of conversations we've had on this podcast about not censoring people's Opinion. No, I don't think she should be censored. I'm just making a judgment on what she said. But but you said like she should hold back, right? But if I, she wants, I think if people feel strongly about the monarchy, then we should like we should apply the same logic. Surely, like, yeah. No, I agree. Like if I somebody wants agree. to say what they want, where like if they feel really strongly about it, then 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 um, they should they should say Definitely. what they want. Now she's one person that's died. I, I guess there you could argue that people. There are a lot of atrocities that go on and there's a lot of uh, atrocities that happen around things like race and, you know, stuff like that. And we both say that we can't get into a place where people should be censored. Mm. And censorship isn't just by, say, a platform, de-platforming. De- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost when you're crowded out by you know, by the... the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. So I think that's what I was going. It's like, okay, well, yeah. if people want to say it, let them say it. Like, but let me come back on it. We off, don't we? Like, yeah, we do switch off. But, but there's this... I think there's this thing where you can't post and say, um, I respect the Queen and I respect that an old lady has died, but... I'm going to go on to slate her now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what? You, because, yeah, 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 yeah. then you're yeah. talking shit. Yeah, you don't yeah. respect her. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you could have waited 12 days yeah, yeah, yeah. and started talking yeah. your shit No, today. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, you either go... Like, you're trying to almost... You can go, I don't care. Yeah. And actually, she's yeah. hurt her existence and, and what she stands for has hurt me enough that I'm going to talk now. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But don't start your posts off by trying to be like, you know, I respect that lady. Because you don't respect it yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're spouting your stuff already. Yeah, no, I agree. I think if you're... You obviously think the latter, but you're trying to um, soften the crowd for what you're about. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To go in and Especially when it feels like sh- this particular person. Um, and uh, 
by the way, I'm using her as an example because I think she sort of represents a, a large portion or large might be wrong, but like a lot of what I saw online. Did you see there was one particular tweet on Twitter that went kind of viral where some lady from some university said, I hope she dies a slow and painful death or something. No, uh, I didn't see that. In some ways, I kind of, that's better than the, the, the post that I've just talked about. Because it was very... Because that is, like, no, no, I, I don't care. Yeah, she's, no you know, she's Caesar, yeah. perhaps, in the same yeah. light as yeah. somebody evil. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's different. What, and, I'd, what I'd like to see more is the, the people that feel strongly about it to have kind of spoken about it before the death, you know, and not yeah. as a result of the death. Because then, yeah, not as the, I can get used Because there's a moment, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And So then what happens is you start to see the, once she's passed away, you go to day two, right? Which is, you have the initial reaction and you have like emotional outpouring online, which I, which I kind of understand. And then the next day it starts, doesn't it? And it's like, I, I think, and I'm asking you, this is a question to you. Is it because what happens is this big polarization happens online. Now I know online is not a reflection of reality necessarily, but I think it is to it's a pretty degree. Pretty Actually, what I think happens is sometimes. what what I think happens is is that what happens online becomes reality, right? Yeah. Because people do this; they yeah. see it online and they think that's and reality. Go, am I that or am I that? And then okay, and then and that. you have to pick, yeah, right. And I just think like one, if I'm genuinely. Uh, I don't know. I don't take to social media in that way. No, that's unfair. I probably do if it moves me in a certain way. Why do you think it becomes so polarized and it becomes this, like, I either want to hound the monarchy in this moment or I'm all for them? And I'm talking in general terms here. Well, I I don't know. This is just this is just my, uh, I guess it's my gut reaction to this and my, my perception of it is it feels like certain topics you get a much stronger um you get a much stronger kind of divide of the spectrum whereas actually i felt like quite a minority of like and maybe i'm maybe i just kept myself away from it but it felt like quite a minority who were getting enough uh voice around anti-monarchy and actually the overall sentiment was much more around you know s sadness and Kind of participating and regardless of, of like myself who's quite ambivalent around it i was still moved enough to keep an eye on it and sort of keep my you know talk to my kids about it being a historic moment and like you know i'm watching some of it yesterday and stuff like that um whereas other th other situations that you and i've talked a lot about that have happened over the you know the the, the few years that we've been doing this podcast you, it's much there's a, a, a much stronger divide um why it happens i think is because um, that's how society is now. Like society is, um, it's positive and negative. It's uh, yin and yang. It's like black I'm white, on this yeah. side, black or white. Oh, I'm on this side. You're on that side, right? And so um, it's some of it is organic, and a lot of it is constructed, right? It's constructed by the the, the media that we consume, uh, the platforms that we use, the kind of you know the 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 whatever we read and, and stuff like that. And then our social circles. So then suddenly you like, you almost don't even have to think. You're like, oh, I'm, you know, it's like, oh, I'm Tory or I'm Labour, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, and, and even though if you really think about it, like I'm sure there's a lot of Tories that, that, that disagree with a bunch of stuff that the Tory party do. And you and I both know that there's very little that we feel connects us to Labour at the moment, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But if I had to choose, 
Which you do. That's the whole point of it. It's labour. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah. no. But that's the point. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'll go for the lesser evil. And you just almost don't think. I wouldn't even ever contemplate considering the virtues of the Tory party because it just, it just won't happen. So you just go into that space. And that's what happens. You just kind of, you know, get into your zone quite, quite easily. At any point in the last 12 days, and I want to come on to talk about, because I'm conscious of time and we are going to get thrown out of here in 15 minutes. So I want to, there's a few things that I want to cover and I want to get on to sort of the back end of the conversation as well. Um, do you want a smint before? I do want a smint. Let's have a smint because I've just nearly finished my coffee. So that smints. Uh, for those that don't know, we are sponsored by smint. We're not sponsored by smint. No. Um at any point, sort of in the last, is it 12 days? It's 12 days, isn't it? Yeah. At any point in the last 12 days, did you flutter between being ambivalent to, I don't know, being pissed off by it or feeling knocked off with it or did you? Personally speaking, no. Not remotely? Not yet. No. Not yet? No. Because <laughs> I think I might, I might. Were you, were you impacted by it in any way? Your life? I mean, not emotionally. I mean, circumstantially. Kids off school, I guess. Yesterday. Yeah, that was that was you know nice. We appreciated an extra day together. Yeah, um, it sort of brought um, a, a, a level of interest in in the monarchy from the kids that they just you know didn't have any interest in. And by the way, they weren't. I'm stretching that they weren't. You know, we were like trying to get them to watch the TV at the you know the Charles becoming king, and they were like, "Nah, thanks. I'll watch." TV. Yeah, oh, thanks, but. Um, I thought there was a few moments where you go, okay, well, you know, we're seeing a king anointed here and we're seeing the queen buried and this state funeral, like this is pretty big. Um, yeah, I say not yet because I didn't move from, I didn't move from ambivalence to anger. Um, you don't get angry often, do you? I don't get angry often, that's true. But I do think in reflection, just in this conversation, but even leading up to this conversation, I know that there that there is a dark history with the monarchy and um, imperialism and the empire um, that I just don't know enough about. And I'm same man, same. I, I, I want to explore that as well because, and I was gonna, I was genuinely gonna use this opportunity. I'm gonna talk about the train again, but I was gonna use this because one of the big things that was sort of said against the monarchy is the, you know, the invasion of all the countries and all that sort of stuff, yeah? Right? And I'm careful here because I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. But if she has overseen that, right, did she not oversee all of the sort of giving it back as well? Well, she didn't oversee, um, well, she she oversaw the kind of the, um, the, uh, like the partition of India and Pakistan, which was, horrific by the mm -hmm. way like and that was and if you like it is worth looking into history of basically what was a a largely kind of peaceful um coexistence between religions that suddenly just created a lot of you know yeah like the you know basically the war between hindus and, and muslims essentially i think um w w was certainly fueled um by and, and and in many cases driven by kind of the way that their empire was um uh, came out of the uh, came out of that region. Um, she yeah, but there was a lot there was a lot of atrocities that happened in the name of the Queen, you know, through kind of the British Empire and stuff like that. Yeah, I that think was. that's important as well, isn't it? In the name of the Queen. Yeah, 
Because, yeah. like, you know, how much of what actually happened... You know, like, she has to swear the Prime Minister in? Yeah. But she fucking don't, does she? I mean, she she probably does all that jazz with the sword or whatever she does. But it don't mean nothing, does it? I think I think it does. Well, um, yeah, but she would never say... She'd never say, I ain't having Boris Johnson in here. No, I ain't doing it. She can't because she's she she because so, the law so, prevents her from being able to do it. So yes, it is largely so a ceremonial, it's just ceremonial, yeah, ceremonial, yeah, largely. Um, but I, I was thinking about this. I, I I don't know how much of it genuinely is ceremonial and how much of it is um, is kind of a like. Does she have a power of veto in some cases on certain things? If not veto, sorry, she. You know the the the, the yeah the, yeah, the, yeah yeah the position um, um, if not veto probably very very strong influence and a lot of it will happen like the public faces that they can't really get involved you know between uh, on on policy or between kind of um, parties but I imagine there's a lot of influence now what will be really interesting is to see how Charles plays it because the way that I think um, Elizabeth played it was very much around like. You know, she she took it on at a very young age and just kind of kept it going, kept the institution yeah. going. Whereas I think Charles has a much stronger point of view on, say, the climate, very strong, in fact, and and so um, and and animal welfare and things like that. So it'd be really interesting to see how the monarchy evolves, if at all. And if it doesn't evolve under this change of reign, then it will never change. Like it, like it, then it's just basically there just to keep. Yeah. Well, but but but, but bear in mind it will change again very because he's only got twenty years probably at the very maximum, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. So 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 there is that look. I do. There's loads more. I want to touch quickly. Look, there's a couple of things that wound me up. I think through the whole my kids' football. By the way, when that got stopped the weekend when it yeah. happened, I just thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Especially, did you see that it was like rugby horse racing? And golf all went ahead, and then the the, the working man's sport working or the working people's, per people's yeah. sports, yeah. boxing and football, were the two that stopped. That pissed me off a bit, mm. and that made me I think. I didn't really think about that. I mean, I thought it was like the FA being right. It FA, was the FA. Le it was yeah. the FA that did it. Yeah. So yeah. it was left down. Yeah. It was left down to in each individual thing. Yeah. But it, what essentially yeah. was the case is that the FA thought we can't trust those fans to show up in the way that they're supposed to mm. this weekend. Maybe. So that, Maybe. that's what I felt. And uh, uh, take that away, the fact that they blanketed it yeah. and said that my 10-year-old can't yeah. play football yeah. was just, that's, that. you know, yeah. that made me then, that's when I then, you see what that done to my brain is it yeah. made me start to then look at all the things I hate about the monarchy. Yeah. So I went through this period of being like, well, it's a joke. Yeah. Then you went on and let's just very quickly touch on the queue. I mean, the queue in itself was something to behold. It was so English, wasn't it? It was really The queue had its own Twitter yeah. feed. It had its own yeah. uh, film. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. crazy. Wristbands, everything. Well, I was, I was, yeah, it's a shame that we're going to run out of time. So I think maybe we might come back and reflect on it and maybe just observe our, our reflections yeah, yeah. two weeks down the line. But two things that I observed me... I did, when you talked about the Jubilee, I just, it just, I don't, I, it don't, I don't relate to it. Yeah. Like, like that level of nationalism, and, and I, I mean it in a, like a happy nationalism, not a yeah, yeah, fascist yeah, yeah. nationalism. I just don't relate to it. I just yeah. don't, even though I'm, I, you know, I'm 100% British, but when you're, when, when you're genuinely made to um, either implicitly or explicitly feel like you don't belong. Yeah. Um, 
it's really hard to just adopt it. It doesn't feel like, you know, you know, integrity and authenticity is so important to me. I don't want to fake it. So I just, I didn't relate to it. So the whole cue and like, I just, I was like, no, not for me. And the, same, but then the same. other thing, the other thing is when you watched all of the ceremony, everything like from, um, uh, uh, the like Charles becoming king and all, yeah. and then all of the funeral, it just, again, it was a visual reminder of how the power structures are overwhelmingly still white and unmixed in this country. Yeah. And I would have thought it would have been nice to have seen uh, a person of color being one of the eight that, that carried her coffin. And I, I, I'm not making it a race thing. I'm not, I'm not trying no, to no, race. No, 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 no. It was but, just no, like, I get oh, it, yeah. shit, we're still so far away. And we're still so far away. And you look at all the people that were in that room when King, when Charles was signing, and they were all white. And it's just like, ah, oh, okay. So it's just a reminder. That but you know what? The way that you explain that, I think, is really important. Because the person that I was talking about on, that I see on LinkedIn all the time earlier, is very, feels very baity and very, like, Ang like ang and I get the anger and I think the anger is is justified and all that kind of stuff and I, I, I'm not doing down it but but this particular person feels very baity when you say it like that I go ah oh, fuck man yeah that, like I get that yeah I get that you're not represented right yeah. and when you say it in that way that makes me think yeah we do need change yeah I did and maybe look we'll do this in the next the next episode I did want to talk about um, how how the monarchy does evolve because a lot of people are saying this you've said it right it needs to evolve i don't really know how it does evolve i don't think it will because 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 a lot of people like the tradition of it but you scratch the surface and then you realize it's like the, the antithesis or whatever the word is of, of 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 the power structures that exist in our society so if you take them away and go well let's keep it for tradition so then it's I've just stopped so being whatever that what it I've heard is what I've heard, and I, this is, remains to be seen, but I think um, King Charles yeah. is uh, 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 favors a much smaller, um, a, a much smaller institution because there's a lot of hangers-on, right? A yeah. lot, a lot. So how it can start to change is get rid of some of those hangers-on. Let's get rid know. of the pedo for a start. Get rid of who was yeah. uniformed front up. Front and centre, wasn't he? He wasn't uniformed up, but he was front and centre. But yeah, but like not just him, like but just like everyone. Um, that sort of just hangs around, that gets a title, that you know, that is like the seventeenth, you know, you know, c cousin of yeah. the Earl of um, Viscount Biscuits or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I'm one of them. I think I'm probably somewhere along the line. You probably are His Majesty. Is that the right? The Jester. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it. So let's see if some change comes. Yeah, and look, it's a real shame actually because I think we could have had that it you much, were late. Yeah, that, yeah, that I was late. Uh, I thought. I also noticed that you dropped in. That you um, you managed to stop for a, a pee at Costa Coffee when you should. You like we could have had more time. We should. Well, I didn't have, have a coffee. I didn't get a coffee. I just had a wee. Yeah, you still stopped. Yeah, but I had to, mate. Otherwise, my bladder would have burst. You could have. Do you know you, what this feels like? You could have like? stopped on a you lay by. You like, could have right? just. Do you know what this feels like? Do you know what this feels like? Like sometimes I'll tidy all of the house and that right when I'm at home with the kids and Leah's out. She goes to work sometimes in the evenings. Yeah. And then like when she comes home and I've like forgot to do something and the whole house doesn't like there's no mention that the house is tidy. I just get called out because I've not picked something up off the stairs or something. And I'm yeah. like. That's what this feels like. I yeah. fucking, I thought I'd get here and you'd be like, rah, rah. I thought I'd have a fanfare when I walked in. Like you fucking made it. Thanks Josh for making it. But no, you're acting like I've 
let the site I'm down. I'm not going to celebrate you for being mediocre, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that's On that note. Way, that's a good way to finish. Uh, look, I think we've done the listeners well here to still have a bit you of a conversation. You would say that. Yeah, of course I would. Uh, and we'll see everybody in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks again for listening to 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Khan. <laughs>